0: Welcome Clares, this is Psychic Medium Miss Sarah with the Psychic Medium School and I have a few things to talk to you about today. Uh, I had some questions on the Exploring Clair Audience page on Facebook. It's my Facebook group. You can find it in the link below. And some of the questions were what to do when you're starting out uh, experiencing uh, your Clair senses. That's one topic we're going to cover. Then we're going to cover hearing sounds. Uh, frequency sounds ringing in the ears and what that means we're also going to cover timelines and how to predict the future as a psychic and then we're going to talk about prediction addiction so first of all uh, what I a new person that's starting out uh, in their spiritual journey their psychic journey I would I personally call them baby clairs you've heard of a like a baby witch well we call them baby clairs just kind of a Uh, term we've coined in the group. And how I'd describe a baby Claire is a person who is relatively new to their Claire psychic senses. And so some of the things that I'd suggest to you, if you uh, believe that you have psychic abilities or intuitive abilities, uh, those are the same thing. When I talk about the Claire senses, they're just a, uh, a more specific term for psychic abilities or intuition, right? So, a psychic ability or intuition is very broad. Well, we can narrow that down to the clair senses specifically. And there are other abilities beyond these, but these are the eight clair senses that are the most common with people with psychic abilities. When a psychic receives information, they receive it in different ways. Different psychics perceive it in different ways. So I'm going to tell you all exactly what the eight clair senses are and tell you uh, what they what they're specific to. So the first is clairaudience and it means clear psychic hearing. Then we have clairvoyance, clear psychic seeing, claircognizance, clear psychic knowing, empathy is clear psychic emotional feeling. Some people also refer to that as an empathic person. Then we have clairsentience. That's clear psychic physical feeling. That would be like a gut ache or a headache um, when something's coming. tangency is clear touching. This would be if you touched an object and uh, received psychic information from it. Then we have clairsalience, which is clear psychic smelling so that could be the smell of uh cigar smoke or perfume. And then we have clairgustance, that's clear psychic tasting. That would be getting a taste in your mouth that you'd have no reason to really have, you know, you didn't eat anything, nothing like that. So then we have we the uh, uh the members of the group wanted me to talk about um what to do when you're hearing tones and sounds in different frequency. Um so basically when that happens, it generally means that you're supposed to receive a message from either your spirit team or a, or another spirit. If you ground and meditate yourself, that should help the messages flow through. And it's not something you want to wait to do because otherwise you'll just keep experiencing it. That's actually a form of sensory overload when you're hearing ringing in yours or um, different maybe songs, things like that. It's just another form of sensory overload if it's happening a lot and by grounding yourself uh it, which um, if you have listened to any of my other uh podcast episodes you'll you know what grounding yourself is um and it's really important to do whether you're a baby claire or you're an experienced claire so kind of how to get started i want to talk about uh a person a baby claire what does a baby claire do how do you develop your skills how do you control this and how can you go on in, or maintain your daily life, basically. So, basically, uh, being aware of what you're experiencing and how you're experiencing it is a really good thing to focus on because then you're going to know, um, based on which Claire you're experiencing, you're going to know how to um, practice and develop it without getting sensory overload. So an easy way to practice your clear senses uh, is trying to figure out uh, what, uh, what, like if you're stopped at a traffic light, guessing uh, when it's going to turn. Or if you get a deck of cards, running through the deck of cards, flipping them over and trying to guess which card's there. And a lot of the time, I know uh, a member of the group talked about how uh, he was three cards ahead of himself and he was getting frustrated and then he realized that he was counting them. Or the, if he went three cards ahead, that was exactly what he was predicting. And I actually had the same thing happen to me. And I was like, "What? Am, why is this not coming? And then I realized that I was saying them in order, but it was a few cards ahead too. So that's common. So don't get frustrated because it is an exercise. When you're practicing your clear abilities, it's, it's all... It's all work in progress we as humans are work in progress so uh basically you're you're just you're learning how to control it you're learning how to uh maintain your daily life without getting sensory overload personally and I don't really talk to people who I mean it's not like I'm scared to I just when somebody doesn't understand it just uh so like in my daily life um I don't really talk to people about what I do necessarily unless they, like, ask directly because I feel like it is, uh, like, they're not going to, it's not that they're going to judge me that I'm worried about. It's just that they're not going to understand what I'm talking about anyway, right? You hear psychic and you think of, like, I don't know, Sylvia Brown or something. I don't really think of that when I think of a psychic now, but, I mean, every psychic is different, and just because you're a psychic doesn't mean that you practice um, witchcraft, those types of things. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're a pagan or a Wiccan or anything that. Psychics and witchcraft are two totally different things. You guys probably already know that. There are, are some psychics that um, practice witchcraft. Uh, but as far as a psychic goes, I personally believe that everyone is uh, born with the ability to have psychic abilities. If that makes sense. So, like, I believe that most most everyone could open their third eye if they wanted to. Just some people aren't into that or they don't uh, want to experience it or they're afraid of it. And there's a lot of people who have intuition and they just don't relate the intuition to psychic abilities. But in m- most cases, it is a psychic ability, right? So I personally believe everybody has is capable of having psychic abilities, so, and it's always good. So, for you baby Claires out there, it's always good instead of asking other people for a reading, uh, it's better to do it yourself and practice doing it yourself. If you don't already have a oracle card deck or a tarot card deck, I de- definitely recommend getting one of those. Um, oracle is probably easier when you're new to reading. But what the cards do is they'll help you get clarification. So if meditation isn't working to pre- uh, prevent the sensory overload, which, or excuse me, grounding isn't working, then a lot of the times if you get a deck of cards, uh, it, and they can be regular a regular deck too, and I'm going to talk about that later. But uh, So basically an or- oracle deck is what I recommend getting at first because tarot is a lot more difficult to learn. There is a guidebook in most Uh, card decks but if you get the oracle deck and just find one that you're drawn to that you really like and that you're comfortable with smoke cleanse it when you get home with sage I definitely recommend if you're a baby claire get some sage um, sage yourself sage your house there's a mantra on the exploring claire audience group or exploring claire group that uh I have in the files, and it's a home smoke cleansing mantra. That's a good one to use. There are a lot of other mantras out there that you can use. Just make sure it's a positive one, and it's doing what it's intended to do, which is clearing out the negative energy. So that being aware of the abilities that you have is, is important. So when you're getting information from, like let's say you have an Oracle deck, and you're doing... um A tarot reading, or excuse me, an oracle reading, uh, you are going to experience, um, I guess, different feelings about the cards and things like that. And it's going to be like more, uh, the more you work with oracle cards, the more you'll understand what the reading is telling you or what the spread is telling you, and you'll be able to read them all at. You know, as a story itself without actually having to look at a book or get the information every single time. That'll come with time. So I like the oracle cards. The reason I actually got my, and I started out with tarot, which was a little more difficult, but when I got my first tarot deck, the reason I got it was to understand what, you know, what messages I was supposed to be receiving. So it was really actually for my own personal journey. It was, the intention wasn't to do readings necessarily. So even if you're doing it for yourself, you, you know, grab an oracle deck or tarot deck. Another good divination tool is uh, a pendulum. They're really inexpensive. And I also have in the files on the Exploring Clairaudience Audience group, uh, which I'll post the link to down in the description. I actually have a... A paper version of the guide that you use with a pendulum. So it says yes, no, maybe, and rephrase question. And so it's just a you know free printable PDF that you can uh, cut a circle around, and you can use your pendulum. Pendulum is really easy to use. Those are things that I encourage you to use in addition to your psychic abilities, because they're going to help you. Re- uh, they're going to help you get information clearer at first, It time will come that you won't necessarily need it. Like when I do readings on Etsy, I, I'm that's my primary source of income is Etsy readings, right? So I make thousands of dollars a month, I make a good living, and I pretty much work part-time. I love what I do and what I learned after I was doing readings for a long period of time is that I would put out my oracle or tarot spread and then I wouldn't even I'd read one card and then I'd just go on myself with my own abilities right I'm clairaudient and uh, clairvoyant prime uh, clair- clairaudient primarily clairvoyant is my next strongest clair sense and I use those to do readings primarily but I'll, I'll do the spread and then I'll just kind of go off in left field where you know spirit uh, spirit guides take me so That's that's pretty much how I do readings, but when you're first starting off, it's really good to focus on the oracle spread because it's going to help you get information more clearly at first, and that'll also um, help with that, the tones and frequency sounds and the ringing in your ears uh, because it'll help you get the message, and if you go in the Exploring Clear Audience group or even onto my Instagram page, you can actually find a resource. It's a tarot or oracle spread for receiving a muffled message. So basically the hearing, when you're hearing repetitive sounds, ringing, buzzing, those types of things, it's basically a muffled message from your spirit guides or spirit team or other spirits. So you're you're just, you're not getting some sort of message you're supposed to be receiving. So go and check that out. And it's it's obviously free. It's right there in my um my Instagram. You can go follow me on Instagram. I post lots of different information uh for baby clairs and for experienced clairs. I really like teaching and learning from other people to help expand uh the awareness of the Claire senses. So now we're gonna have an exciting topic. Timelines and how to predict the future. When I first started reading, I did not have any clue how to do this. And I actually watched a training uh, from Christina Quick, the Tarot Biz Mentor. She's amazing. Uh, she actually talked about um, what what she uses for timelines. But I'm going to expand on that. I'm going to tell you what she uses. You can find her on YouTube too. Um, And I think it's Tarot Biz Mentor is what she's under. So this is what she says. Wands equal days. Cups equals months. Swords equal weeks. Pentacles equal years. And so I'm going to expand on that. But I'll kind of tell you. So basically the way that you're doing this is if you're asked or you're asking Um, It's your own question or it's a client's question regardless. You're going to flip through your deck, your um, tarot deck, until you get to um, one of those suits. So if you're getting the major arcana, you're just going to, you know, throw them down, throw them down into a pile until you get to uh, the minor arcana. And so... Basically that's that's all you're doing, you know. Somebody asks when am I gonna get married or when am I gonna meet my soulmate? You're just flipping through that tarot deck until you reach a major or a minor arcana card. And when I do timelines personally, um if I get like four months, I'll I try to like round it off. Like you're gonna meet them within six the next six months. And so that's just my my way of doing things personally just because uh, I want it to be accurate, right? So now I actually went a step further and I did some research. And you can find this information on tarotcardmeanings.net. And so what I found is that because I've, I've actually seen, total sidebar, I've seen someone doing readings with a regular deck of cards and I wondered what how she was doing a reading with a regular deck of cards and here's here's what it means so the clubs are wands the hearts are cups the spades are swords the diamonds are pentacles and the uh joker is the fool so, if you have a regular deck of cards, you could even do timelines, right? So, that's a, a nice little tip. So, if you don't have a tarot or oracle deck on hand, or excuse me, a tarot deck. Um, if you don't have a tarot deck on hand, you can always use a regular deck of cards to do a timeline reading or a timeline prediction. So, then I'm going to talk about another way to predict timelines is just through meditation. If you sit and you meditate and you set the intention... Uh, A lot of the times, if you're especially if you're connected with your spirit team, a lot of the times they'll help you with that timeline. So if it's for your own personal use uh, that you're looking for a timeline, I would definitely recommend um, doing you know meditation and visualizing having the answer and setting the intention to know. So. With all that being said, that is the simple, easy way to do timelines and predicting the future. Now, let's talk about prediction addiction. Especially right now in the time period that we're in and all the crazy things happening in the world right now, I think prediction addiction is something that's very real. And I actually, before I started the podcast, I did some research and could not find anything online about psychic prediction addiction, right? I think our clients actually get this sometimes too when they keep coming back wanting to know what's going to happen, right? So Google defines prediction addiction as this. It is the compulsive desire to try to make sense out of just about everything, even events that are not predictable, like the direction of the stock market or the future price of a particular stock or mutual fund. This addiction is a particularly, particularly bad one. So this is what I've come up with. We as humans are not meant to know absolutely everything. If we did, it would cause premature grief in our lives. We wouldn't appreciate the little moments that make human life so special. So the reason grounding is such a heavily used practice in the psychic community is because we need to bring ourselves back to accepting currently what is and being aware of the energy around ourselves and within ourselves in any given moment. It works because we're exchanging energy with Mother Earth. And so when a psychic or a client becomes addicted to knowing what's next instead of appreciating this moment in time, it can cause an absence of positive energy in current time. Their focus is lost in only the future. And so there are ways that you can learn to train your mind away from this and away from experiencing prediction addiction for yourself or for your clients. So I'd advise that you take some time and list everything in your life that you're currently grateful for. Think about what it took to achieve or overcome the obstacles that brought you to where you are now. So you can also go for a hike in Mother Nature or walk. Try to focus solely on the world around you, the animals, the plants, the smell, the feelings that you have, and the appreciation that you have for life. So the future can change, even if we believe we've predicted it. There's always an aspect of free human will, right? For instance, if I foresee myself failing to write a book but I make the time and effort to do so and plan, it could still happen, right? So the brain is a highly powerful tool. Sometimes we believe something so strongly that it becomes in existence. So that's the reason that affirmations and manifestations work so well, because we're essentially willing things to be. And the interesting thing about human will in the brain is that we don't have a lot of knowledge as a society around how the brain works but we do know that studies show that the law of attraction uh, is a real law you know it's a real uh real thing that people use and are successful with um and so with manifestations and affirmations it's basically all about setting setting the intention so being too caught up in the future uh I mean, it's good to have goals. It's amazing to have goals, but when you're getting to the point where you're so obsessed with the future that you can't live in the moment, uh, then then it becomes a problem because then your energy is completely shifted the wrong direction. But of course, obviously everyone should plan and have goals for the future, but then at the same time, there's certain things that we have in our lives that I think we fail to sometimes uh, take a look at and and be thankful for so personally my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving and that's why because we're not giving all too much of ourselves I think if the Christmas holidays kind of went in the wrong direction I noticed with I have two children what I noticed with them is that they're obsessed When Christmas the Christmas season comes around, with what their budget is, what we're what I'm willing to spend for presents for them, right? And I think you know when you're a kid that's great, but as an adult, when I look at the holidays, I would rather spend time with my friends and family. And now during this quarantine, we're really experiencing that need to do so. Uh, I know in my state, I think I've talked about this. We're not recommended to do to be in a house. With other people, and we have to wear masks if we are, and the parties have to be under fifteen people. The spread of COVID has really increased here in Iowa, so we're we're having a lack of uh, social interaction, just all in in general in the United States at this point. So, prediction addiction uh, with especially with this quarantine, I think it's there are certain things that we aren't necessarily. Meant to predict and I that's one question so I I do a lot of readings on Etsy you can find me on Etsy under psychic medium ms ms sarah s-a-r-a-h right I do a lot of different readings (laughs) predicting when quarantine COVID when this is going uh to settle down is not one of them that I predict because I mean I could say that that I know but the bottom line is, is if something went terribly wrong, um, something from free human will went terribly wrong, it would, it could, uh, affect my, my prediction, my timeline prediction for the, you know, for the when the dust actually settles. So that's just my input, you know, and I think prediction, timeline predictions are good to know, to be able to do, uh, for love readings and for career readings, those types of things. Also, if you are a tarot reader or psychic reader currently, and you are on Etsy or you're trying to start uh, you know, either a part-time or full-time business with psychic readings, I have a course called Creating and Optimizing uh, Your Etsy Shop for Psychics and Tarot Readers. I'll provide the link down below, and there's also a course called Delivering a Legendary Email Reading, because I do personally, I do all my readings uh, through email. I have children, so I, having a quiet space when they're not at school is, is difficult sometimes. So I do all my email readings through email, and I make a good living on Etsy. And so if you're interested in how I do that, how I manage the SEO, I'm going to provide the link down below. If you're interested in one-on-one mentoring, I also offer that. It's not something that you can find in my Etsy shop. At this point in time, it will be in the future. So all you need to do if you're interested in that is shoot me an email. It's Sarah, my email is Sarah S-A-R-A-H at Psychic P-S-Y-C-H-I-C medium school M-E-D-I-U-M-S-C-H-O-O-L dot com. Just shoot me an email and we will get some uh, some times lined up for you. And I will let you know what the estimate would be for pricing. And also, if you know anybody that should be part of this podcast or would like to be involved in the podcast, you can definitely email me if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast. I love other people's point of view. And I really like to get things from a different perspective for Everyone out there—the baby clairs, the experienced clairs, psychics, psychic mediums, tarot readers—this uh, information I think is important to put out there for you guys. And I think that uh, the more people we can get in, I'd like to somebody to come in and talk about Reiki healing, and I'm kind of—that's kind of in the works for the future. And uh, what crystals are, are good to use, and those types of things. And overall, I think we're going to have somebody come and talk about mirror scrying too. That would be really awesome. So if there's somebody that you know that should be part of the podcast, just feel free to share my information, share this podcast so other people can get this information. And I am so happy you guys took part in the podcast. And I'm so happy that you listened till the end. And I hope you all have an amazing month.